0: Hello, welcome to the Kindness Chef podcast. I am your host, Harpal Dat. Today's episode is called Sitting With. This is a longer, deeper conversation where I interview a different guest, where we create a recipe to nourish your mind, body, and soul. Hello, welcome David Taylor to The Kindness Chef, where I'm serving an A to Z of kindness recipes to nourish your mind, body, and soul. Um, Today is all about uniqueness. So I wanted to invite David Taylor, who started The Naked Leader in 1998. And what he does and his company is share how to be successful by being yourself. So I thought you was the perfect guest. Um, How would you like to introduce yourself, David?
1: Um, I, this is not about me. It's about people who are watching. I'm just a very lucky guy. I um, I, I, I I got very lucky on several occasions. Um, Harple um, at school, I was not very clever, and I discovered a memory technique, and that got me into university. Um, I was in information technology with um, Allianz Group, and I was terrible at IT. Um, but what I what, what was amazing, Harple, is that the worse you are at IT, the quicker you get promoted. Um, so I became global head of IT um, and my biggest piece of luck was I wrote a book called The Naked Leader uh, and we only printed 250 copies and it became the fastest selling business book in the world so I got very very lucky on three occasions. I suppose in a way the one skill I do have and it probably is the only skill I have is that I know exactly why people do what they do. why is
0: that?
1: Why is, why that, is did you say? that?
0: Yeah, why is it that people do what they do and how oh, do wow. you know? I'm
1: straight to it Harpal, don't hang around. <laughs> um, okay, well bear in mind that I've had many years in a logical world of IT, okay, so what I'm about to say to you is not a tree-huggy thing, it's just a, a realisation from all the information that's out there. Um, I'll give you the short and the long version if I may. The short version is that from the moment we're born until the moment we die, you, me, everyone watching this will only ever do something to the very best of our abilities for one reason and one reason alone, and that's if we want to. So it all comes down to choice in that element. In a world where everyone goes on in organizations about change, it actually comes down to personal choice. The longer version, um, now backed up with substantial academia research and indeed New Scientist magazine, which I love, um, basically says that any act- at any given moment in time, the action that we take will always, always come down to the number of choices we believe we have at that moment in time. And that will always depend on our self-esteem at that moment in time. And by the way, half we go up and down during a day. We got, you know, we have high moments, we have low moments on any <laughs> given day. And um, the number of actions that we have will come down to our own self-esteem. And here's the rub. We will always take the action that moves us fastest towards pleasure or fastest away from pain. We are, in fact, uh, emotional roller coasters. As New Scientist brilliantly puts it, the idea that human beings are rational is risable. That's why people do what they do. So if you're watching this, when, if you're with a partner or if you're with a friend, if you're with a family member, people tend to be either moving towards type people that, or moving away from type people. This is not positive or negative or anything like that. So people will tend to talk about what they want or they'll tend to talk about what they want to avoid. And if you can uh, build if you want to build rapport with people, for so for example, Naked Leader, which is doing okay, is run by me and my wife. My wife is somebody who moves away from things. She wants to talk about what she wants to avoid. I want to talk about things that we can achieve. If we were both the same, the company would be finished. We'd be bust. So the very fact that we sort of balance each other out is a very, very good thing. So sorry to give you a long answer, but by the way, that's a very short answer because many of the books behind me take 300 pages to say what I've just said. However, that's why you do what you do.
0: Um, and by the way, to... sorry, if anyone,
1: sorry Huppel, if anyone watching this thinks they're logical, then ask yourself this. Do you ever worry about things that happened in the past? Yes. Therefore you're not logical. Do you ever worry about things that might happen in the future? Yes. Well, that's not logical. Do you ever have an inner voice that talk, talks to you? That's not logical. So I think that I think what we do in life is we make decisions based on emotion and then we stack up the evidence based on logic. Sorry, Harpal, I interrupted you.
0: Okay. And also, so we, people will be listening as well. So listening to the podcast do, as well as the video. I will that take we'll come that out later. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to yeah. ask you, when you say, like your wife, she moves away from things, what does that mean? Does that mean she looks at the problems? And how do you... Um, how do you kind of work together when it's so different about the perspectives of, you know, because sometimes I see that as complaining if people are always looking at problems. I can no, see how it's be, beneficial or what, how, what does this look like moving away from?
1: So, for example, um, in any given month, Rosalind will be thinking, how much minimum money do we need to earn to survive mm-hmm. and to pay our coaches? Um, uh, what uh, difficulties could we have? Uh, I don't think that's uh, negative at all. I think no, that okay. uh, she, she, she's got her feet on the ground, if you like, about Realistic. reality. Realistic,
0: yes. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I, I'm probably a bit more optimistic and 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 uh, head in the clouds. I mean, if, if we were both like, sorry?
0: Pollyanna a little bit or
1: not. Pollyanna, <laughs> that's a good, I've never, no one's ever said that before, but thank you. I think that if both of us were like me, um we would be taking over the world with regards sorry not taking over the world we set the world free with leadership which is my big aim and getting everyone in the world to be successful by being themselves but we wouldn't have a company because we'd go bust
0: mm-hmm.
1: if both of us were like rosalind we'd be doing very very probably better than we are at the moment um but we would not be going for the ambitions uh, what happens is it actually matches we know what each other are like and we respect that and i and 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 so um we basically get both points of view. And, and I think that if you put people, I'll give you a great example. Um, our daughter works for BT and they recently wanted to introduce a mutual mentor scheme with a difference. And she asked my advice and and I said, "Well, match people together who are very different in terms of their thinking. And, you know, I mentioned towards and away from, and by the way, you know, if you take into account neurolinguistic linguistic programming, there's many, many other analyses you can do. It depends on the one you believe in. We go with towards and away from but you've also got big chunk and little chunk do people think in grand schemes or do they want to know what a spreadsheet looks like on page 74 none of these are right or wrong we're all we're all different so i said to her put together your mutual mentoring scheme based on trust and and kindness um, and, and and mutual respect um, and put people together who are very different and the results have been sensational they've been doing it for three months and they find that people are opening up far more to other people's points of view than they had done previously
0: that's a great example and going back to um, say you and your wife and this business that you've been running for a long time and looking at uniqueness how how is it that you are you know I do you celebrate each other's uniqueness and bring this together well so when we're looking at similarities and differences and bringing this together I think the magic happens when we really Kind of respect and understand each other, and then we can see the power, because you know if you can partner with somebody who's the opposite to you it's you know it's like a high performing team from two people absolutely
1: spot on I mean I think you've answered you've answered your own question <laughs> perfectly um, absolutely um and and uh, it works very, very well um, we've been going for many many years in the company, and bear in mind we're married as well, so you know that that doesn't, this is, by the way, I'm not everything I'm saying sounds very simple, it's not, it doesn't make it easy. Okay, simple is not the same as easy. Um, but we have huge mutual respect for each other's point of view. Um, and we have a ground rule, and that is that if we disagree with, I mean, there's two things we do. First of all, we had a, th- a th- we started this, I mean, the book took off, and um, basically, we had to find some people who would help us, and so we have three different people in the road who work with us, and it's a very small cul de um and there's, a, and there's one lady who basically if rosen and i have a total disagreement about a decision we would bring her in and she would make a decision that we would go along with but you know what the other ground rule is that if rosen and i can't resolve something then we go with what she says um and that's much that's much more peaceful and and easy and 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 and, and, and the right thing for all of us because rosen's a lot cleverer than i am um and if we have a disagreement she's probably right
0: and is that about you letting go of your ego? Uh, how, as a leader, you know you how do you do that?
1: Well, I suppose when the company first started, it was all about me in the sense that I wrote the books and and all that sort of thing. and I very as quickly as I could, I tried to let go of that. and now we've totally let go of that. I mean, naked leader only has one value in the world, and that's you. Uh, it's all about other people now. Um, that's why we dropped the now from the naked leader. We, we now call ourselves naked leader and we call back about you and being successful by being yourself. So um, I had to drop my ego a long time ago. Otherwise, it would have been totally dependent on me. And actually, I'd rather think of myself as a conduit or a facilitator or an enabler for other people you're deep these are deeper questions i've ever had in any other podcast <laughs> time. honestly really? this time in the morning as well wow. you, wanted Sorry, to you wanted it yeah. at 5am you
0: wanted it at 5am uk time
1: yes i did i did this is actually
0: quite a deep spiritual time you know so
1: <laughs> well i love i love um i get up at four every morning anyway to write so this is fantastic
0: okay so you know why is it important the work that you're doing and actually for people to connect and realize what their uniqueness is why do we need why do we need to do this
1: well i just think that um you know this uh, <laughs> once again a very deep question uh, i at the moment the world is in a strange place um and it was in a pretty strange place before And people tend to focus on their differences. The media focuses on our differences and our conflicts with each other. Um, And I think it's about time we focused on what we have in common. I think it's also time to celebrate um, our uniqueness. The phrase we used in the uniqueness or diversity is that you're not, excuse me, you're not different from me. You're different like me. Um, So Harper, you are very different from me. And you're also different like me. And I think that when you look at the like rather than the from, you stop looking at the things that are separating you and you look at the things that are bringing you together. And and I think that um, when we do that and we start looking at the good in the world and we start looking at the kindness in the world and we start looking at what we're like in the world, for everyone who's watching and listening to this, then, um, you know, amazing things can happen. There are so many forces of good in the world, Mm Harpal. And I do believe they're rising again. And I do believe that people have fundamental... They want to be remembered for the good that we've done. I think at the end of the day, every single person wants to remember what for the good we've done, particularly to help other people. And there are I mean, so many people I mean, in the world who need help at the moment, and and need how, not just help. That sounded very patronizing to say you need help. <laughs> we need how as well. I mean, it's really interesting because I actually got the technology right and joined really early for this. And I thought, I wonder how many, I wonder how many ways that Google says, you know, why people do what they do. Because I thought that was going to come up, so it's like, why do people do what they do? And we come up with 921 million ways, reasons, sorry, that people do what they do. So actually, we try to simplify everything and make it. And I think that complexity gets in the way of our success as well. So we have a phrase around ego. You mentioned ego. We call that the Earth Guiding Officer. You need your ego. It's the little voice in your head. It's the one that keeps you safe. But you don't want to keep it too. You don't want to allow it to keep you too safe or to worry about things that aren't really real. And remember, the brain can't tell the difference between something that happens in reality and something we imagine with emotional intensity. So, if you imagine something in in your mind that something's going to go wrong, it's like it's actually going wrong. Or something you've done in the past that you didn't go the way you wanted to. Every time you think about it, you relive that experience. I think it was Mark Twain who said, um, "I've had many, many, many things, uh, uh, many nightmares in my life, and some of them were real." And I think that that kind of sums it up. I may have misquoted Mark Twain, and I know he won't mind because I think he's dead um, um and um, the uh, i got a bit carried away there on that but basically the self we 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 define as the spiritual everlasting loving friend and here's the rub you have to be your own best friend if you want to befriend others because when you're your own best friend you don't steal off others you don't need to take ideas of others you don't have to be right or wrong with others you can just be and when you're your own best friend you don't judge other people so for example um, our children came home at the weekend um, and uh, they immediately reverted to what they were like when they were teenagers. And so they have opinions and they have, don't get me wrong, we don't have big rows or anything, but they just, they sort of revert when they come home and that's fine. And uh, at one point, Olivia and my daughter said, you're so annoying because you just listen to me and you don't, you don't want to have a, an argument about stuff. And, and of course, I'll, I'll have a debate and whatever, but actually a lot of rows in life can be avoided.
0: So um, I, I really like what you've just shared there about becoming your own best friend. Um, how, how would you define kindness? Because I would say that's one element of kindness in terms of being kind well, to
1: people. A lot of people go on, a lot of people, you, Harpo, you know this, a lot of books behind me. By the way, this is not a backdrop. These are only library books i borrowed to look good <laughs> for this podcast. They have to go back immediately after the podcast. So um but they are real but a lot of these books go on about treat others as you want to be treated yourself and i think that's absolute nonsense because you know we're all different so you know if, for example if, if if as i said if, if, you know celebrating our celebrating our differences championing other people in their differences you know somebody might not like to uh um you know the way you are or the way you treat them Or well, as i said forwards backwards uh, towards or away sorry big chunk little chunk are they internally focused do they keep things to themselves or do they do they need praise so it's fine it's not it's not about treating others as you treat yourself it's about treating others as they would want to be treated and i think the one thing though that is true about treating others as you treat yourself is being kind to people and i think that that to me kindness is helping people when they need it uh as I say, we, we always have three phrases in Naked Leader. Uh, give people hope, um, offer them help, and share with them how. If you do those three things for other people, you can't go wrong. And the bizarre thing is that when you actually help other people, you share with them how and you give people hope, you get it back yourself you know, a million-fold, a million-fold. I wrote a blog for um, LinkedIn just a week ago, I do a weekly blog, and a week ago I told the story of how I was playing card, playing exploding kittens. Now we're gonna get, sli- this, is, this is actually to do with kindness, so stick with it, please. And no animals are harmed in exploding kittens, but it's one of these n- sort of quite um, nasty card games in the sense that you have to drop other people in it, in the game. And, and um, Glenn, our, our, our future son-in-law, is, uh, got engaged uh, over the weekend to my daughter, which is great news. And, and he basically played a card that knocked Rosland, would have knocked Rosalind out of the game. She asked me for a card. It's a long story, but she asked me for any card of my choosing to help her. Um, I had four cards that I could give her, which would enable me probably to win the game. But I had a fifth card, which basically saved her and knocked myself out of the game. And I just thought, I'm going to give her that card to save her and I thought I'll regret this later, but I didn't regret it as I sort of surrendered my cards because I'd now lost, I was out of the game. I just felt an incredible feeling of joy and, and, and love and, and, and elation. Um, and I, and I think that we all get that when we help other people and um, you know, we're doing weekly wellbeing calls with the NHS in the United Kingdom. And, you know, we, we're talk- when I say we, this, these are the coaches we know and, 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 and um, I do about, two a month, three a month. And it's incredible. We've got all these doctors on the front line and COVID uh, emergency rooms are coming out to join this call. And they're asking our advice, which is just ridiculous given what they, <laughs> they actually do. But if we can, again, offer them hope, which I think is a, is a shortage of hope in the world, help when people need it. And there's many people worse off than ourselves. But The main thing is how people want to know how to do stuff. Long answer again, I'm sorry.
0: It's not long. I'd say it's uh, very practical, and yeah, that th- they are definitely actions of kindness. It's not just it's it's like you said, helping people when they need it. And there's three ways to help them. So I think exactly. it's, yeah, exactly. very very good example.
1: And, and people will always tell you where they need help with. They'll tell you completely subconsciously. I think my, one of my favorite books up here, which is published long before Harper was even born is called um how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie and i mean if i was going to get rid of all the books behind me i'd just keep that one book and in fact i would only just keep one page in that book (laughs) and that page says listen to what people talk about and talk about that that's all you need to do
0: yeah and there's the kind of thing yeah i love that
1: yeah yeah i mean that is the best advice i've ever had it's done me it's done me no harm whatsoever Because people's favorite subject is themselves. That's not being selfish. We don't know what it's like being other people because we can't. We're not other people. And when you respect that and you talk about them, I mean, we turned around. I won't say the name of the car company because I haven't got their permission. But basically, there's a car company in big trouble in the United Kingdom with two flagship stores. And all we did was we got the salespeople to listen to what people actually wanted when they came in and talked about what was important to them. They were selling cars by not saying anything at all. And I think that's probably the key. The kindest thing we can do, I think, is showing a genuine interest in other people's lives.
0: Yes. And I think that's when you really see the other person. Indeed. And listening. And that's when the other person. Yeah, listening yeah. is a part of that.
1: Yes.
0: And so I wanted to, I, I, I remember the time when you shared with me, I don't know when it was now. I don't know the last time I met you, it was about probably eight um, years ago.
1: It was on the 9th of September, uh, 2019, I just made that up, clearly it wasn't 2019, yeah. It was probably about three, four, maybe about five years ago.
0: I think it's longer than that, but um, I just wanted to thank you because you're the first person that told me to write a book. I'm still in the process, it's taking me a very, very long time, but I will never forget (laughs) that conversation. Where you you know you put the seed into my head, it's still taking a lot of time, but um, you know you put the seed inside.
1: So anyone listening to this or watching this, this is this podcast has now taken a complete one hundred and eighty degree <laughs> turn, and this is a good news. This is good news that it is because at last we're not talking about me and my views, and 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 um, yes, harple and being serious, I think that must we we probably haven't seen each other for maybe eight to ten years. Yeah. Um, And um, yeah, I mean, I give that, sorry, I don't mean to make you not sound unique, but I give that advice to a lot of people. The difference is I really genuinely felt you've got a story to tell. I genuinely felt that you would, you would do it. And I think you, I genuinely felt that you would realize that writing a book is not easy. However, you thought that it would be, you know, something worth doing. So I'm very glad you're writing your book. Are you writing your book about uh, the kindness chef?
0: yes it's um serving kindness the a to z of kindness recipes
1: brilliant fantastic
0: so it's, it's kind of connected to this podcast but yeah you did you're the first person that said that to me and i passed that on now to other people so i don't know you know you never know the impact that you're going to have and i i say to people you should write a book
1: well that's that, that thank you yeah I mean, a book is a book is key. Can I just point out to anyone listening and and watching that half was basically going through the alphabet on this, she's going through A to Z, so I had to wait a very, very long time because I'm you. I've had to wait a very, very long time to be on this podcast, okay? But now she has reached me. um Yes, I do remember saying to you, write a book, and remember the most important thing in the book is is the title, and you've got a great title, and you've established yourself in that brand. And I think what I'd say about kindness is um when you're kind to people. You may not get it back be kind anyway
0: yeah very very useful simple advice and also it's about the actions you take and your company is doing that it's not just talking the talk of simply follow these actions but you're showing that with the work that you're doing with your i think nhs well-being and your private clients you're you're walking the talk which is what leadership
1: you're very kind i'm going to give much shorter answers from now on to whatever you ask me no matter how deep uh or or complex or spiritual i'm going to give much shorter answers now because i think people actually are interested in you as much as me no i mean this is harple who's living in the mountains in greece i mean how cool is that um and uh you've got a fantastic lifestyle now haven't you harple
0: i have yes i have my own garden yeah i grow my own food
1: wow so if you are in Greece, um, which island do you want, Harpal? Ikaria. If you're in Ikaria, then you can visit Harple's garden. It's probably owned by the National Trust if it was in this country. It's very big. <laughs> um, and she grows her own food, which is fantastic. I mean, the reason I'm doing this podcast with you, Harple, I'm very fortunate to be... Um, anyway, I'm, I'm going through. A, we're going through a success in Nakedita at the moment. We know the high times and low times, so we're ready for the low times as well. Um, I'm doing this because... Um, I do remember you as being a very gentle person, a very caring person about other people and at the same time quite very humble about yourself and your own achievements as well.
0: Thanks David. That's
1: okay. What's the x in in your alphabet? That's a difficult
0: question. No, it was philoxenia which is uh, kindness to strangers, the Greek word. I was creative with the a small p oh, pillow with yeah. a big X, but then I've changed it now to xenismos, um, which is a ritual offering a meal in ancient Greece. Because I think it's um, it's an action of kindness, you know, where either you cook a meal or you do something for other people. So it's X E N I S M O S. I'm not sure how to pronounce that correctly.
1: That's a great answer. That's a great answer.
0: Okay, so going back to you now, David. Um, is uh, so when when we think about uniqueness, what does this include? In terms of you know, is this about strengths? What 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 are the? Is it about what people value? What what are the kind of qualities within uniqueness that you see and you? encourage people like you said to me you saw that I had a story I think everybody has a story but you know why me another friend has said that to me as well but um it's actually taken now I'll get deep with you is that um you know this last year I've been I've had therapy I never had therapy before and I've been working on the inner child and I think I really I struggled with sharing my voice with the world now I've, I've lost what the sort of
1: question is. was <laughs> my and Harple, question? Harpal, that's okay. Um. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. And I just want everyone out there to know, whether you're listening to this or you're watching it, it's okay. If you, if you need therapy, that's okay. If yeah, you're feeling that's good, fine. that's okay. Yeah. If you're feeling bad, that's okay. There's nothing. I, we're doing a lot of stuff with the um, uh, some various charities over here on well-being and extreme well-being. So one of our advisors in Naked Leader is the head of trauma for the NHS. Equally, we have a Harvard graduate who is probably the world's number one expert on positive psychology. So we have both extremes, and the one conclusion we reach is that people judge themselves so many times, and it's okay. It's okay to be you, and for the time, this very short time that we're all on this earth, that's okay. However, your feeling is okay. So Harpal, it's okay to. Um, I mean. The author says something very deep there about your inner child. Um, It's really funny you say that because I was just going through my emails before we joined this podcast, and I've had an email saying uh, how to learn creativity. How on earth can we learn creativity? We're already creative. It's like empowerment. You know, we're already empowered. We're already free to do what we like. What happens is we get it knocked out of us or we get it buried within us. And then you got all deep there, Harple. Um, And um, that was fine as well okay was, and somebody said to you why me about your book do you mean they said why you what gives no, you the right i to write was book? No,
0: no no another one of my friends said you know i have a story to share with the world but i i think everybody has a story it's just what I I do
1: very so. few people write it very few people share it
0: That's now true. to
1: answer your question which was um i can't remember but it yeah, was well, a, a good maybe it was, it's, well, it's, how do you make it real i think you said how does it how, how does it
0: I don't know uh, what my question is now. Your but question I, re- I have you're... a new question
1: is oh, no, I, I quite like the old question. Let me try and hold the hold the new question for a second. I think you asked how does it manifest itself? How does uniqueness manifest itself? Oh yes, yes, yes. I, yes. Yeah. yeah. You that's were listening,
0: David. You were listening. Well done. Pardon? You were that's listening. Joke,
1: sorry. Yes, I know, I know. So um, I I I think that I think that in a very practical way. In organizations of every size and in communities, and whoever you know, find out what people's uh, strengths, passions, and genius are that they are not using at the moment. And I think if you can help people, I can't move backwards, by the way. Harple, just so you know, Harple told me, do not move backwards because you go quiet. So that's the reason I'm looking very stationary here at the moment. Normally I'd be leaping around, but Harple stop me not to do that so um, basically find out people's uniqueness and find out what it is they really want to do in the world and they'll never have another sad day in their lives
0: great and um, you you use the word ethically on your linkedin you ethically unleash the strengths passion and genius that you already have so ethics, how, how do you do this ethics? Was that the
1: new question <laughs> yes was that the new question or was that a different question that, that was just a different up? question right yeah um yes i mean ethics are very important and um it's quite amazing because no matter how much you know we get a lot of people who tell us they're being manipulated or intimidated or you know we do we do a lot of stuff with charities but we also do a lot of stuff with organizations and there's still a lot of bully mentality as a leader um uh, and and personally we, our definition of is of leadership is that it's a behavior and not a not a position and if it's not a force for good it's not leadership at all etc cetera, etc cetera. ethical to us means it must be a win-win so if you've got a how if you've got a how-to for somebody make it a win-win so that if you're if you've got a boss you know and, and you come up with some and they're being a, a very old-fashioned phrase but you know what i mean um and they're sort of doing something you don't like, coming up with something that gets them to stop that as a win-win for both of you, because people's behaviour, by the way, people tend to bully or they tend to shout or they tend to get upset when they have a low self-esteem. It's the people who shout the loudest have the lowest self-esteem. The people who go on and on about how amazing they are, um, usually the ones with the lowest self-esteem. So if you can ethically help them return to being themselves, which is our big thing, be successful by being yourselves, um then it then it really is a win-win this is the deepest podcast i've ever been involved in and there's probably a book in this podcast actually mainly mainly what harple is saying rather than me you never told i mean harple i said what are we going to cover and she listed about <laughs> six questions and i haven't had those questions yet i can't wait for them i've got, I've got I've, you know i rarely really prepared i've got an a4 sheet of paper with answers to those six questions they haven't even covered them yet Carry on.
0: Yeah. So that goes perfectly into creating a recipe for you for uniqueness. What what would you what's what's your title for this recipe?
1: Let's when you say title, do you mean like a book title? Do you mean about three words or something? Or do you Yeah, mean-
0: it can be whatever you want, you know, it just needs to be you, David. It's just it's a title of what we want to call the recipe for uniqueness. It could be, um, yeah, some ideas come to my mind, but I want you to give me one. It's just a name it could it doesn't have to be the name of a book, it's just a title of the recipe.
1: I think that uh <laughs> I think that the irony is that diversity is perfectly normal. um I'll just waffle for a bit, and then we make up the okay, that- I
0: think
1: that I think that, um, as I said earlier, it's not. People being different from each other, or different than each other, it's about people being different like each other. So we're all different, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And I would also say that wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to stop if we didn't have to talk about these things? Wouldn't it be great if we all recognize that we are all diverse? I mean, I think that the challenge with diversity is that people see it in ethnic an ethnic way, or they see it in a uh, a sort of belief way, or they see it in some kind of um, gender way um and actually we're all diverse we're all very very diverse and um recognizing that and that that's okay i think uh i think the the title would be it's okay to be you
0: okay i like that okay to be you and what are the ingredients
1: and what's important to you not me
0: mm-hmm.
1: So list those things that are what is important to you Look, i don't want to go i mean You know, I mean, Harpo, as you know, we have a a sort of formula for guaranteed success, which is a summary of all the other formulas that are out there. Know where you want to go, know where you are now. Know what you have to do to get to where you want to go and then do it. More recently, our minds have been opened up to the possibility of know where you want to go. Great, have a purpose and then surrender. Surrender to life or surrender to God or surrender to whatever works for you. And just let life show you the way. And this has worked spectacularly well with regard to um, a new book I'm writing, uh, uh, which is actually how to come to terms with the loss of an animal, uh, loss of a pet, um, because there's no, nobody's ever acknowledged or talked about that in any way in terms of how you, you know, losing a member of the family effectively. And the moment I decided to write that book, I just saw stuff. I just thought, right, I'll surrender to life. And suddenly, you know, I was in the vets with one of our cats and it wasn't about my cat being ill. I noticed all this stuff around uh, bereavement of animals. And suddenly we we go to a, a friend's house and they start talking for no apparent reason about a pet cemetery that's just around the corner. And and, and um, I suddenly noticed people talking about it's just just when 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 you when you focus on something helpful, I find that life does show you the way.
0: And so, what's the method? How do you surrender?
1: You just surrender. And then you have a very open mind and you see the extraordinary and ordinary things. And you notice things that you may not otherwise uh, notice. And you ask yourself the question when you get up in the morning, you think, say to yourself, I wonder what I'm going to see in life today that is going to help me. So, for example, when lockdown started, I don't know how many lockdowns you've been in in Greece, but we've been in (coughs) countless lockdowns. Do Excuse me just a second, I'll just have a drink of water. Hopefully you can edit that bit out. Um, And we've been in countless lockdowns. And when it started, my speaking agent um, said to me, get a book. And um, I've got it here, very, very posh little book. And um, write down three wows that happen to you every single day. And this is book seven since the very first lockdown. And every, every day I, by the way, I'm funny enough, when he said write down three, I found three. And then I thought, why should I limit myself to three? So um, this is from last Friday. Those are all the things that that, that have happened to me. Um, this is uh, things like um, playing solitaire on the, on the PC, which is my big sort of, it um, doesn't cost, it's better than playing poker and losing money um I, I won a very difficult game of, of, of solitaire and then uh, a friend who i hadn't spoken to for ages um rang and then one of our cats joined a zoom call i mean that's unheard of we were on a zoom call with ford motor company with their virtually their board their executive team it was all very serious and um my one of my cats um, who never joins a call just jumped up on here and stared at them and i said oh would you like me to ruin the cat and they said no it's it's lovely that you've left and you've left it there. And then uh, my wife bought me tickets for the new James Bond films, which comes out next week. And basically um, very ordinary things like um, I managed to get the the TV went off and I managed to get it to work by switching it off and on again. So so basically let life show you the way. But also and also, sorry. Um, for really big things as well. It's amazing how life will show you the way. Um, I'll give you one example I mean I'm not particularly religious um, but my father passed away uh, three years ago and um, he was in a a nursing home and in Scotland and I'd already said goodbye to him because I knew it was about to happen in person I went up and we got a phone call at uh, uh, about six but no about six twenty were lying in bed Rosnan and I and we heard this thump and we didn't know what it was. And we have cats. So basically hearing a thump is not unusual. Um, and then about seven o'clock, the nursing home phone to say he died. And he died at 6.20, which was exactly when we heard this thump. and We thought it was very strange. And I came in here and a book had fallen off my shelves. And the book was called Proof of Heaven. I didn't even know I owned that book. Um, and then uh, I got a text about half an hour later from my dad, even though he passed away. So it had obviously been delayed. And it just just very strange things that happened around around that. And I think just what I'm saying, Harpal, is I think that if you if you open your mind up to possibility, if you open your mind up to all sorts, if you open your mind up to other people, and also how they can help you. I mean, you know, we do this thing, we do this mutual mentoring, Harpal. I don't know if we'd started it when you and I met. At the moment, I'm mentoring a 19-year-old girl in the Prince's Trust. She's also mentoring me. So she's been through horrendous difficulties, horrendous things I could never imagine. Um, and and uh, I'm helping her by, for example, advising organisations and advising us in Naked theater. But How she's helping me in terms of her belief, in terms of her persistence, in terms of her incredibly thick skin is amazing. So, yeah, we all can. I think this is relevant to uh, uniqueness as well. We can all see differences in others that can actually help ourselves when we open up our minds. And I suppose the, oh, I, I've, got, I've got the answer to your question in terms of uniqueness. The, the title is Read More Than One Book. Read more than one book. So, for example, I, uh, Naked Eater, is basically be the reverse that you already are. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, and I heard that there was a book called The Selfish Gene by Richard Dawkins, who's uh, a professor of science at Oxford University. And people were saying to me, he says exactly the opposite of you. And I said, well, he's wrong. He's completely wrong. I'm not touching it with a barge pole. And I thought, hang on a minute. Wouldn't it be good to read that book? Wouldn't it be good to read the Quran as well as the Bible, as well as other, other religions? I mean, I don't have them here, but everywhere I go around the world, I used to go around the world. Um, <laughs> I, I you know used to used to get handed copies. I mean, I've got six copies of the Quran. I've got, you know, I've, I've got so many religious things I've been handed, and, and I just think, read more than one book. Read more than one book.
0: Which also is related to empathy. So I, I don't know if you Indeed. know about this how it's, it encourages empathy by reading.
1: Oh, empathy encourages uh, empathy is encouraged by reading. It's encouraged by listening, as you, as you know, Harpo. And I think that also, you know, if you're in a country with if you're in a country that at a certain time of the day uh, they stop for prayers, then stop. Just stand still in the street and respect that. And I think that when we empathize with other people in that and we empathize with their beliefs, that which may be different from ours, then I think that's got to be the way to peace.
0: Okay, great. And are there any tips to your recipe? So you're saying know where you want to go to and then surrender. I'm giving the simplified version here. Are there, yeah. are there any I, tips? I, I would, say, I would
1: say know where you want to go to and surrender if you wish. Know where you are now and see things as as you as you see them but see the good as well as the bad see the helpful as well as the unhelpful and never think of things as worse than they are Uh, I also think that if you're having difficulties in your life ask yourself the question how does this difficulty help me and help other people the way they turned around the extension for the jubilee line in in London which was uh, out of which was out of control in terms of cost, and and they discovered the trains do not fit the tracks they asked themselves the question, how does the fact the trains don't fit the tracks help us open this on time? They would never have asked that question of themselves. It was a, a very good friend of mine, a coach, who asked that question. And they came up with 71 reasons why the trains not fitting the tracks was the best thing in the world. Um, know what you have to do to get to where you want to go. The reason we don't do things is, I think, half because we have too many choices. So think about the choices you do have and then do it. The other two elements that this is sort of cornerstone here, there's the formula for guaranteed success, there's the ethos which is to say there's nothing wrong with you every single person listening to this right now they're only you're only born with two fears a fear of falling over and a fear of loud noises every book behind me that's the only thing they agree <laughs> on. you need a fear of falling over in order to learn to walk you need a fear you get over a fear of loud noises by the time you're a teenager and the third part is there's no right or wrong there's only what works i don't mean that morally there's only what works and what doesn't work so rather than analyze and wait and look for the perfect solution do something to see if it works because that's and that's by the way helpful we've been quite spiritual on this we've been quite emotional on this it's actually very logical i mean helpful you're either going to write a book or you're not and people listening to this you're either going to do something or you're not so it's very binary really it's really very logical and we'd say basically do something and if anything i've said to you helps you by the way none of it belongs to me <laughs> we all we do in naked leaders we go out and find out what works and we straight strip away the hype jargon and mystery and share it with as many people as we can so i'm not some kind of special person i'm really just an ordinary guy i really am but if anything that i've said to you has helps you do it and if it hasn't helped you do the opposite it doesn't matter just do something
0: thank you um, for your wisdom there david um how how can people you 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 write often on linkedin now where where can people follow you is um, linkedin well? We're,
1: we're, we're sorry go on
0: is that the social media that you use most or twitter we're or twitter? all
1: over social media with at naked leader and mm-hmm. that's far more than just me i can assure you um and so we're particularly strong on tiktok um which i'm told is the, the trendy one to be strong on um instagram Uh, LinkedIn I'm on LinkedIn personally and and Twitter Um, and uh, yeah please connect and if there's anything I haven't covered that you're interested in please do so and uh, yeah it's been an absolute pleasure Harpal
0: and thank you so much David and um, I will put in the books that you've written into the episode details thank you so much for your time and um, I look forward to speaking to you again perhaps on another podcast thank you
1: that would, be very, that would be that would be wonderful and you enjoy the weather out there thank you and and enjoy enjoy being there in your lovely lifestyle so thank you helpful
0: thank you. Thank you for your time listening to the kindness chef podcast and sitting with us to learn more about ways you can serve kindness to yourself and others to nourish your mind body and soul if you'd like to find out more go to www.kindnesschef.com where you can join a free community for this podcast where you can learn more about serving kindness to yourself and others And also, if you're a female entrepreneur or leader who is ready to be part of an online community to master being kinder together, find out more information for a new program that's launching in January 2022. Thank you.